Dave Sanders show for this week, uh, September 6th. Yeah, I'm just going to be doing the shows on Wednesdays from now on. Uh, I'll be updating my uh, my spots that I made and send those out to who I've already sent them out to so that they can be updated. But yeah, just uh, come back every Wednesday um, to the SoundCloud page or you can follow the Twitter at Dave Sanders Show or the Facebook, facebook.com slash the Dave Sanders Show. And you'll be up to date on when I upload a new show. Today's show is going to be uh, another hodgepodge of things. We'll be talking about the the endless stream of hurricanes that seem to be barreling down on uh, on the U.S. here. We're also going to talk a little bit of Week 1 NFL football. Trouble in one of the, quote, top wrestling companies in the country. And a little bit more after that. But we are going to start with, of course, the big news out of Tuesday. President Trump uh, basically ending DACA as we know it. Now, if you don't know what this is, uh, I actually didn't know a lot about it, except that it gave immigrants who weren't here legally a form of legal status so that they could go to school, so that they could work. Uh, Also, this was given to the children of illegal parents. I didn't know how actually bad this program was. I mean, it's good because it does give some sort of class, some sort of status to people who are not here by other legal means. But the program, after I've looked into it, was really set up to fail, to be honest with you. Um, basically the program, you have to renew it every two years. Basically that, that costs, I think, $500. Um, there's, clo- there's six figures worth of people that are on this program. Uh, I think the end game was to have over a million. Um, but that's all going to go away. It sounds like for the most part, as of yesterday, uh, president Trump gave Congress six months to f- quote, fix this problem or else it's just going to be over. Now, a few things about this I I did read up on. Uh, If you are a current uh, DACA applicant, you have your status doesn't change right now. And if you're set to expire before, I believe it was March 5th, 2018, you can still file for your next two-year extension. There will be no new applicants allowed, though. And I, I... I can see both sides of this. I, I really can. I can see the side from those that don't want the illegal immigrants here. I can definitely see that side. Uh, but a lot, of, a lot of these people are came here as kids. They're, I think they said the average age right now is 25. So yeah, they are starting to filter into the workforce a little bit more from where they were even 10 years ago. But... I can see why Trump is doing this, and it's not the best method, but 
I think he's kind of out of options right now. Here's my my belief on why he's doing this. Now, it's not like what Jimmy Kimmel said last night. It's not because it's a President Obama thing. That's the only reason he's getting rid of it. That's stupid if you think that. If you think that's the only reason he's doing this, you're an idiot. I'm sorry, but you are. So yes, Jimmy Kimmel, you're an idiot for that. Secondly, the reason I think he's really doing this is to get Congress to actually do their jobs. President Obama was trying to get that to, to happen. I don't think he waited long enough, though. I, granted, this should have been handled probably many, many, many cycles ago. But this is kind of forcing Congress's hand to do something. And if they don't, then they're going to look just as bad as President Trump does for ending the DACA program yesterday. Congress needs to get something together, a viable and realistic immigration reform needs to be passed. What what that entails, I don't know. I, that's why I'm not a politician. That's why I'm not there. But something does need to be done. I won't read it all, I, but uh, one of my friends, I won't name him because uh, I didn't ask his permission, but he came up with a pretty comprehensive plan for immigration, and I agree with a lot of it. Uh, just for the, the headlines, a lot of it has to do with uh, E-Verify, making sure that that's strictly adhered to. Uh, it's spreading from everywhere, not just the seven countries that Trump wanted to issue the travel ban to. They need to be some some sort of contribution to this country in some way. They, I, I'm not going to go as far as like Canada. A lot of their immigration is uh, based off of what skills can you provide here that we don't already have. That's one of their main rules up there. I won't say go that far, but at least be a contribution here, not just get into the system and never get off it, like a lot of uh, illegal immigrants are stereotyped to do. To be fair, that, that is not the case for a majority of them, that I've seen anyways. I'm just going off personal um, experience and what I've seen. I do know quite a few people who are not here legally. I won't name them, obviously, because I don't want to get them in trouble. But they are hard workers. They are people that are just trying to provide for their families. They're just trying to make a living here. Should they be here legally? Should they have gone through the legal process? Yes, they should have. But with the legal process, people don't have the money for that. People don't have the time for that. That's why immigration reform is a huge thing right now. We need to do something. Congress, this is your job. This is why you pay. You get paid. This is why we, the taxpayers, pay your salary to do this. Get it done. Because this DACA program was not, the pro was not a long-term solution. I found out that uh, people under this program are not eligible for a green card. They're not eligible to become naturalized and eventually citizens of this country. That's absurd to me. I, I don't understand why that program was put in except as a temporary fix to a long-term solution or to a long-term problem. We can't put a band-aid on this. And that's what we've done. And that's what President Trump did yesterday, in my opinion. He ripped the band-aid off and say, okay, we need to actually do surgery on this now. We need to fix this. Trump did come out last night after multiple uh, protests popped up, uh, even Squeenix, a couple schools had their students walk out. I won't go too deeply into that, but I, I, 
I have to think that not every single student that walked out actually knew what they were walking out for yesterday. I know when I was a kid, if if something someone said, hey, let's just walk out, okay. It doesn't matter the reason. It really doesn't. It's the kid wanting to get out of school. And these were middle to high schools that were doing this. But President Trump did say last night in a, I believe, a tweet or uh, something was put out last night. I can't remember what it was, but it did say that he will revisit the DACA program in six months if nothing is done by Congress. Now, I don't think he should have done that because that just kind of let Congress off the hook in, in, in a lot of ways. It's like, oh, yeah, he'll just revisit it. We'll be fine. We'll just reinstitute it at that time. But that's not the pro- That's not the solution. I want to hear from you. What do you think? Uh, tweet at me at Dave Sancho. Let me know what you think of the DACA program ending. Is it good? Is it bad? What would you do? What would you suggest happened in the, for the immigration problem in this country? Let me know at Dave Sancho. I, I will respond. I'll probably read some uh, some of my. I won't say favorite, but some of the more common sense tweets uh, that sweet show. Because this is not going to be a problem that's going to go away anytime soon. So we'll be talking about this probably for a while. Another thing that seems to be uh, something that's popping up that we're talking about for a while is uh, this year's hurricane season has just been god-awful. And I'll get to the hurricanes more in a minute, but out here on the West Coast... It's not any better because of the fires that are going on. There's giant fires that are going on in Oregon, Washington. I, I believe there's something like 80 major wildfires are happening right now in nine states. Those include Washington, Idaho, or- Oregon, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, Nevada, California. And you know what? Here in Arizona, I think we have one of those fires. And... Um, I haven't checked on the containment level, but I don't think it's spreading anymore. I think it's starting to be more contained, which is way more than I can say for like the uh, the Eagle River fire, a bunch of other fires up in Montana, Washington, Oregon. I just came from that area down here in March and um, seeing the picture, seeing what they're having to go through up there, it, it breaks my heart. And I hope that everybody can get out of the way safely of this. And I really, really... Um, hope that the firefighters can get these contained as soon as possible. Found out one of the fires, the uh, Eagle River fi- Eagle River fire, was started by a teenager throwing a smoke bomb into a canyon. Um, I hope that kid is prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law that's possible for someone his age. Because no, that is not okay. Many of the other fires, of course, start by lightning, natural causes. Um, it's so dry up there. I mean, they had the longest dry spell in history uh, up in the Seattle area, and I think it was like that around most of these states, too. And it, it's just not a good, t- good time up there. I saw that there, there was ash falling on cars as far north as uh, Pierce and King County, Snohomish County even, getting a little bit of ash on their cars. Um Thurston County, of course. A lot of people are comparing this, not not like, of course, the magnitude of it, but a lot of people are having kind of flashbacks of the Mount St. Helens eruption in 1980 with the ash falling from the sky. It was a lot along the lines of that. It, it's not nearly as ashy as it was back then, of course, but a lot of people having some flashbacks of that from what I've read. 
Um, of course, my thoughts are with everybody up there affected by these fires. Uh, I know California, uh, right, right over the Hollywood sign, like not too far in the distance from the Hollywood sign, they have a huge fire as well. So uh, thank you, of course, to the firefighters that are uh, fighting these fires and risking their lives for everybody else. Uh, we can never repay back the uh, what, what we owe you for risking your lives for that. So thank you. Uh, over on the east side of, uh, the, of the states, though, we, we had the exact opposite problem where it's just nothing but rain, wind, and destruction from these hurricanes. Now, we just had Hurricane Harvey hit uh, the east coast of Texas, destroyed many towns, flooded Houston, uh, record-breaking record la- uh, rainfall, horrible time down there. Now we have Hurricane Irma, who is uh, passing over Puerto Rico and the the British Virgin Islands, the Lesser Antilles, all the all the Caribbean areas down there. I have a friend down there, uh, Justin. He's the one that made my uh, show's logo. Uh, hope you're safe, man. Just get as far underneath as you can. I know you can't get out of there due to circumstances. Just be safe, and everybody else, of course, be safe. Um, if you can get out of the way, of this thing, get out now. There, it's a Category 5 hurricane, 185-mile-per-hour winds uh, sustained, from what I understand. Um, it's on track to hit Florida by Sunday. The Dolphins-Buccaneers game that was supposed to be played in Miami uh, has been moved to Week 11 due to this hurricane. Uh, there's been a few different projected projection models that have showed it going all the way up Florida into Georgia. There's The latest one I saw now, it, it's not going to hit Florida directly, but it's going to skim it. And I say skim in quotations because it's still going to be pretty much a full-on hit as it goes up to Georgia and South Carolina and through uh, through the eastern eastern seaboard that way. It doesn't seem like even the the hurricane specialist can know where this is going to go. So if you're anywhere in the, those areas, seek higher ground, get off the coast, especially get off the coast. Um, this one is going to be pretty much Andrew Levels. Of destruction. If you were around in '92 when Andrew hit, if you remember that, I just remember the pictures on the news from, uh, from like Clearwater and through Central Florida. It it was just gone. Everything. This is going to be one of those type of storms. Do not try and ride it out. Don't be like Richard Bronson on the British Virgin Isles. He's he's riding it out on on his island. More power to him, but hopefully he's okay. Um, the problem, once again, is this isn't the last one. There is Hurricane uh, Cadia that is in the Gulf of Mexico right now. That's about to hit North Mexico. Um, I'm sure Galveston and uh, Corpus Christi are probably going to get a little bit of that as well. And then there's behind Irma, there is Hurricane, or sorry, Tropical Storm Jose, which is expected to become a hurricane the next day or two. Um, all projections on that one so far are saying that it's going to just turn and head out to sea and not even make landfall. Hopefully that's the case because this one, Jose pretty much started in the same area as Irma. So we don't want another one of those level storms hitting right after again. Gonna take a break here coming up. Um, good. 
find out what day it is. Yeah. And we'll talk about uh, last week's what day it was then. And I uh, got a few votes on on the question of the week, which was, how do you like your marshmallows? What what level of toastiness? We'll dive into that and more. This is the Dave Sanders Show. I remember it well. I was just about three. My dad said, someone do you want to be? It didn't ring no bells, but I said, I'm a bit too young. What do you want from me?
Well, hello there, neighborinos. The handle's Mr. Most Days Off, but my friends call me Miles, and I'm the host of the Best Darn Diddly Review Show. Hello, Mr. Most Days Off. <laughs> and that's my best friend, Richie the Whiz Kid, the co-host of Best Darn Diddly. Hi, diddly ho there, podcasterinos. The Best Darn Diddly Review Show is a weekly journey through the entire Simpsons series, hosted by us, two guys who grew up loving The Simpsons. We discuss every diddly, every doodly, and every dope. So lace up your assassin sneakers, put on your skin-tight ski suit, and head down the slopes with us at Best Darn Diddly. Stupid, sexy, best darn diddly. You can catch us each and every Monday on bestdarndiddly.com. This is the Dave Sanders Show. I am your host, Dave Sanders. Uh, last week I debuted on this show, but brought back from previous shows that I've been on uh, a segment called What Day Is It? And got a few votes on my... Uh, question of the week last week, which was tied into that uh, that day. Uh, how, what level of toastiness do you want your marshmallows? It was uh, 50-50 from a light tan, a uh, little gooey on the inside, to burn, MFR burn. I'm of the, uh, in between that, I, I'm a little bit of crispiness on the outside, still gooey, not massacred with black. Um... Had some of those the other night. Put some chocolate and some uh, some graham crackers together. Made some s'mores. Sang kumbaya. No, I didn't do that. I just I just made some marshmallows though and some s'mores, and that was a lot of fun though. I hope you were able to do that too and uh, enjoy some family time doing that as well. But it is time to find out this week. Tuesday? Is it Sunday? No. Is it Monday? No. It's time to find out what day it is. This week, I I can't wait. It's Fight Procrastination Day on this day, August, or sorry, September the 6th, 2017. Oscar Wilde once said, I never put off till tomorrow what I can possibly do the day after. All right, yeah, that, that's not a good uh, way to live by. But procrastination can really be the bane of our existence. With another day coming around the corner, there's no real reason that we can't put off till tomorrow what we can do today, is there? Of course not. And tomorrow has another tomorrow. And so on, and so on, and so on. It is by this way of thinking that absolutely nothing gets done. And we know good and well that procrastination is us out to get ourselves. But what can we do? Fight Procrastination Day reminds us that it's up to us to beat this monster, and only we can decide to get up and get done today what was supposed to be done. That's right, Robin Williams, carpe diem. Seize the day, that means actually do something. History of this day tells us to get up in arms and start battling the age of obese that is putting things off. There are a million techniques to battle it, but procrastination is decidedly an epic-level raid monster and it sometimes seems like a consorted effort of most of us. And it seems like a consorted effort of us and our most efficient friends is the only way, is the only thing that will put it down. The fight against procrastination has been going on for a long time, and there have been some really creative methods created to fight it, all to varying its success. Now, I, myself... I'm guilty of this so much. Whether it be just a, a little chore like sweeping up the, the house or doing the dishes. All the way up until I am fully, fully open right now. 
I threw my show prep together about 20 minutes before I started recording. <laughs> That's that, And it wasn't until this was the last thing that I show prepped for was this segment. And I saw this, I'm like, huh. That's poetic justice right there. It is World Procrastination, or it's Fight Procrastination Day. Wow. <laughs> this is like speaking right to me. So how to celebrate Fight Procrastination Day? You can celebrate Procrastination Day by getting ready to fight putting things off all day long. Here's some tips that can help you fight procrastination. You can start uh, with pre-commitment the night before. You can set yourself an alarm, get rid of your distractions, set up your workplace, and be ready to hit the ground running when you get up. I know not everybody's a morning person. I didn't used to be up until I started doing a morning show. Now I am a morning person. I actually love getting up and just hitting the ground running for the most part. If you're trying to make sure you're ready for work, set your breakfast, coffee, and towels for the morning shower up the night before. Everything to streamline your way out of the door and prevent you from dwaddling. Yes, I said dwaddling. Point to me. So let's hear it. I'm going to throw up just a basic uh, Twitter question today. I'm not going to put any any responses because I want to hear from you uh, at the Dave Sand Show on Twitter. Or sorry, at Dave Sand Show on Twitter. What are you most guilty of putting off tomorrow that you can do today? And that is what day it is for this Wednesday, September 6th, 2017. We'll be right back to preview some football right after Erasure. A little bit, a little respect. Been binging Scrubs again and uh, for like the third time and came up on this episode. It's been stuck in my head. You're welcome. Now it's stuck in yours. I try to discover.
Welcome back into the Dave Sanders Show. I am your host, Dave Sanders. That's why this show is called the Dave Sanders Show. All right, so it is finally that time. Yes, it is finally time. Meaningful football finally hits our airwaves starting tomorrow night with the Chiefs and the Patriots on NBC. And then this weekend has a whole slew of games, every team in action. Of course, minus uh, the Dolphins and Bucks due to the hurricane that is impending in that area. But uh, I just want to talk about a few things. Uh, actually, a little bit of, uh, I want to say, breaking news this morning. I didn't see it last night, so I'm going to assume it came out this morning. Uh, Michael Bennett of the Seattle Seahawks, I guess, had uh, some problems in Vegas after the uh, McGregor-Mayweather fight. Uh, got himself put into handcuffs uh, for some reason. Uh, I'll put up. I'll retweet his uh, tweet with his uh, with his statement about what happened. Uh, I won't go too much into detail right now because not all the facts are known. But it does look like another incident where the police used uh, a little bit too much, uh, way too much force. Actually, I should say, um, just the gist of it. Apparently, him and a bunch of other people were uh, evacuating due to what sounded like shots fired in the area. Uh, Las Vegas Metro Police uh, stopped Bennett. Uh, Bennett is alleging that it was because of the color of his skin and his build. Uh, they apparently held a gun to his head and threatened him. If he moved, they will blow his effing brains out uh, and put him in cuffs. There is video out there as well. TMZ Sports put out some video uh, from a cell phone uh, that from a witness that was near the incident that caught the end it looked like of the of the scuffle. Um, this is why there's protests in the NFL, and this is why there needs to be an open discussion, open dialogue amongst everybody. I mean, honestly, everybody at this point. There's it, it, and there's nothing that proves that Bennett has lied in the past or is lying here. But there's only the one side of the story right now. A great man, Bob Rivers. Uh, you may have heard of him. Uh, has told me that there's your side, there's my side, then there's the truth somewhere in the middle. I I understand it's an open investigation, but L, uh, Las Vegas Metro, I kind of want to see their side just because, I mean, that's that's who I am. I, I want to see all sides of things. But uh, that that's probably going to be a factor into week one. We'll probably see more uh, protests. I know the Browns have been... Um, kneeling, sitting, uh, protesting the anthem as well. But that, but that is something that happened uh, that just came out this morning. We'll probably touch on that a little bit more next week as more details emerge. But uh, something else that's causing a little bit of controversy in the NFL as well is the Ezekiel uh, Elliott suspension uh, that has been ruled to be upheld. Now he is going to be able to play in week one because he has started the appeals process already and was practicing. Starting in week two, though, he will not be able to play for six weeks. Six games he is suspended. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember what he was suspended for. He wasn't charged anything. He wasn't... Um, he was found actually the opposite. He was found not responsible or to to have not assaulted his girlfriend. So why did Roger Goodell suspend Ezekiel Elliott for six games? I don't understand that. That is going to be uh, a hell of a loss for the Cowboys, though, in my opinion, because he is 
he was the reason they did so good last year. He was one of the main reasons. Dak was great passing it, but Zeke's, what was it, 16, 1700 yards he had last year as a rookie. I mean, come on. That's a lot of offense coming off the field right now because, I mean, who's their backup right now? Derek McFadden. Uh, I forget who else they have, but I know they have Dean McFad. I mean, he's decent. I, I wouldn't say that he's a starting caliber running back. I know uh, he's going to be taken off the free agency, uh, <laughs> taking off free agency in many uh, fantasy football leagues out there next week, but I don't think he'll even really be doing that good. I think Dak is going to have to step up. The, a lot of people... Uh, Say he's going to have the sophomore slump. I picked him in my fantasy draft from uh, for my league that I was in. I, I'm taking a chance on him. I, I think he'll be able to adapt and contribute even more so than he did last year. So, uh, looking over some of these matchups here, you wonder why the NFL's ratings are declining? Take take a listen to some of these matchups. Scott Tolson versus Jared Goff. I have no idea what his first name is. I think it's Todd Peterman against Josh McCown. Blake Bortles versus Tom Savage. In my notes, I actually had to write what teams they played for because with, with the exception of Bortles, I didn't know. Scott Tolson, filling in for the injured Andrew Luck, is uh, leading the Indianapolis Colts against Jared Goff and the Los Angeles Rams. I almost put STL because out of habit. But yeah, <laughs> Scott Tolson and Jared Goff take, facing each other. Uh, Peterman versus McCown in that probably going to be the, the worst game of the week, Buffalo Bills versus New York Jets. It's either going to be like a 3 nothing game or it's going to be 56-55. to 55. And it won't be because of the quarterbacks. It'll probably be mostly defensive touchdowns because they'll just throw interceptions to each other all game. And, of course, the main event of this suck fest, Blake Bortles leads the Jacksonville Jaguars against Tom Savage and the Houston Texans. So, yeah, those are some matchups. None of those are going to be my upset pick of the week either. Now, I'm going to start this this week. I'm going to be doing an upset of the week. You may call me crazy for some of these, especially this one this week. But with Deshaun Kaiser showing what he's shown, Duke Johnson Jr. is not that bad of a running back. Plus, Cleveland has stepped up their defense. Yes, I am picking Cleveland over Pittsburgh. I'm going to do it. I think that they will beat Pittsburgh. That is my upset pick of the week. I will keep track of this. If I like get the first few right, you just better start picking uh, picking what I picked. Then. <laughs> um, Monday night, the, uh, the doubleheader that usually happens the first week. And it's usually the first week that nobody cares about these games on week one because they seem to always put the Broncos up there. And they seem to always put... Um, I'll pull up the schedule right now. Yeah, they seem to always put the Broncos there, and they always seem to put the Vikings there. First game is the Vikings versus the Saints. Uh, a little bit of poetic justice here. Adrian Peterson returning to his former team. I thought about picking him up in my fantasy league. I don't know if he's going to get the amount of touches that everyone thinks he is. I, I will say that um, I think Peterson will run for for a touchdown, probably a, a red zone touchdown, but I don't think he'll do much more than that. But I do think the Saints will beat the Vikings because that playbook is just so hard to learn, as we learned uh, from Mark Sanchez last year. 
Oh, no, sorry. As we learned from Sam Bradford last year, that, that playbook's just way too hard to learn really fast. I mean, I don't even know if the, the quarterback's got it yet. Second game in that uh, second game in that Monday night doubleheader is going to be the Chargers and the Broncos. Um, Broncos are going to win this. Uh, Trevor Simeon's named the starter. Brock Eisweiler was re-signed. I'm sure if Simeon falls, they'll just put go back to the the Brock attack. Uh, Chargers. I, I Philip Rivers is on a down slope. I don't think the Chargers are even going to win five games this year. I really don't. Melvin Gordon will by far be the the main offense offensive weapon on that team going forward. Uh, a couple other bo- notable games that I'll make a couple picks on: um, Cardinals and the Lions. <laughs> me and my uh, me and my buddy Brian are going to be battling out this one because uh, he's a Lions fan. I know my condolences to him too. Uh, going against the Cardinals, um, Cardinals are going to win that. I think handily. I think they'll be. I think they'll win that by two touchdowns. Uh, that Jets Bills game, I'm just, I'm just kind of hoping that ends in a zero zero tie and they just move on from that. But the other game that caught my eye that I really interested in seeing uh, is that Giants Cowboys matchup. I want to see Dak not rely on on Zeke so much this week one because I want him to learn not to. I've never been a Cowboys fan. I like watching this Cowboys squad because Zeke, Dak, and uh, Wow, I just blanked on the wide receiver's name. I, he'll probably kill me for that if, if he hears that. Oh, my God. Des. Des Bryant. Thank you. Uh, that That's a fun team to watch. I, I'm not going to lie. That that Just for sheer fun, I like watching them. I think the Cowboys will beat the Giants. I, I, like I said, I don't want them to see... I want to see them use Zeke too much because they're not going to be able to rely on him for six weeks after this. But NFL Week 1, it's about time you're back. I'm going to be throwing on the red zone. Let me know what your uh, one of your main pitches is going to be. Uh, you know what? How about we do this? I threw my upset pick out there, Cleveland over Pittsburgh. What would be your upset pick of this Week 1? Let me know at Dave Sand Show on Twitter, on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Dave Sanders Show. And we'll compare. And uh, who knows, maybe if this takes off later on this season, uh, I might throw a prize out there for somebody who has a better upset than me. Who knows? Coming up next, we're going to get out of here. But first, we'll talk a little uh, wrestling. Uh, the quote-unquote number two question mark promotion in, in the U.S. is in trouble yet again. But uh, first, here's uh, Real Big Fish singing about something we're all going to be drinking a lot of on Sunday. Beer. This is the Dave Sander Show. Never will I do it all again I guess I'll have to wait a 
Again, everyone, it's Mr. Most Days Off from the Best Darn Diddly Review Show, here with a special message for you from Richie the Whiz Kid. You know, a town without Best Darn Diddly is a little like the mule with the spinning wheel. No one knows how he got it, and danged if he knows how to use it. The name's Whiz Kid, Richie the Whiz Kid, and I come before you good fans of Springfield with probably the greatest podcast? Uh, it's not for you. It's more of a Shelbyville podcast. Now, you wait here just a minute. We're twice as smart as the people of Shelbyville. You tell us where to listen to Best Darn Diddly and we'll listen. I'll tell you exactly where you can listen to it. You can catch the Best Darn Diddly Review Show each and every Monday on bestdarndiddly.com. So hop on the monorail and join us on this journey through the Simpsons series. And welcome back into the Dave Sanders Show. I am your host, Dave Sanders. That will about wrap it up for today for this episode. Uh, if you want to have a commercial air on my podcast for your podcast, for your uh, show coming up, anything, basically just send a anywhere from, I don't know, 10 seconds to 60 seconds, whatever you want to record, send an MP3 file to the Dave Sanders show at gmail.com. Uh, if you're likewise, if you're in a band and you want to get some music out there, if uh, you want to have it play on my podcast for others to hear, send that also to the same address, the Dave Sanders show at gmail.com i have posted the twitter question of the week like i said there's no choices on there just uh let me know what what are you most guilty of procrastinating about it could be chores could be work could be anything what are you the most what are you most guilty of that i'll read my favorite responses next week uh on the show haven't really gotten any responses on here but um 
do want to, before I sign off, I do want to uh, once again talk about the reason I'm here and the reason I'm able to do this the way that I, that I am able to do it is because of a program up in uh, Green River College in Auburn, Washington called the KGRG and KGRG1 radio, pro- radio programs. The reason I'm here is because of the broadcasting program up, up at Green River College, home of KGRG and KGRG1, your classic alternative. Wonderful program, great place to go, um, full of great people. You might even find a passion you didn't know you had. Um, I, I can't speak highly enough about it. Right now, they need people in their classes. Uh, we do not want this program to go away because I, I know I'm benefiting off it. A lot of other people, uh, my buddy Mike Seibert Radio, uh, you could go follow him. He also does a podcast weekly that he's branched off of uh, doing a weekly show at that station, at that school. Um, I'm bringing some of my segments from the morning show I was on into my own podcast now. I wouldn't have the skills to put this all together the way I do without that school. So definitely if you're in that area and you don't know what to take, don't know what you do or just bored, want to take something, head on over to greenriver.edu, sign up for any of the uh, radio broadcasting classes. Uh, I know in the fall there's Journalism 110, which is the... Uh, the FM side of things, you learn how to do a live news broadcast, how to do a live show, basically all the behind the scenes of show prep, uh, how to record stuff and edit it, uh, very basic stuff like that. And then you actually get to do your own radio shift once you pass the training and you get to have a lot of fun doing that. There's Journalism 120, which is digital broadcasting, uh, which is our voice tracking side, which is the uh, classic alternative radio station, get to hear a lot of great music on there as well, like the old Green Day, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, pretty much the stuff that built the alternative era. Um, then you get to learn, I say you get to learn how to do uh, voice tracking, which is a, pretty much a standard now in radio. It's a lot of fun doing that too as well. Um, there's also Journalism 151, basic production, where you get to learn how to make commercials, how to put sound effects into things, uh, without that, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast the way I do because I insert songs and commercials into my podcast. They'll teach you how to do that with uh, with that program and many others. Go check it out, greenriver.edu. Go have some fun. Go learn something that, who knows, might lead you into a career path you never knew you wanted. But that will do it for today. Uh, I will be back next week, same time, same place. We'll probably... Talk a little week two football at that time. I know I'm just going to talk about uh, the fall TV shows coming out this time. But with everything that happened yesterday and then the hurricanes and everything, uh, I'll try and get to it next week. If not, it will definitely be the week through because I know the end of the month is when a majority of the shows are coming back. I know I'm excited for uh, This Is Us on NBC coming back. I'm excited because I'm a glutton for punishment for Gotham coming back on Fox. And... Again, I'm a glutton for punishment, designated survivor with President Jack Bauer on ABC. So we'll get to all that, and we will talk to you next week. This has been the Dave Sanders Show, and as always, be good humans.